I'm Sean Kay, and I am the do-it-all showman that brings the ultimate experience to make any vision come alive and go beyond your expectations. I've made quite the name for myself as an interactive performance MC, but being a singer-songwriter, DJ, improv stand-up comedian, creative director, copy and storyboard writer, all these elements have made me become the do-it-all showman that no one is used to working with. I've been in the entertainment industry for over 15 years now. I started out as a bar and bat mitzvah interactive dancer and then evolved to start emceeing events with the guidance of my mentor, Mars. He gave me the mic one day on a small school event and with no prior experience or hesitation, I just rocked those kids till the very end. He pulled me aside at the end of the party and he told me there are two types of people when it comes to being an MC. There are the ones who try to become one, and there are the ones who are born for it. Which one do you think you are? And then he just walked away. And I've been doing it ever since. I have produced various events across the country, but my proudest accomplishment came in 2021 after I moved to Texas from Chicago. I created the Metro Icon singing competition for the entire DFW Metroplex. I gathered singers at various karaoke nights all over the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and those singers competed in a legitimate singing competition, which ultimately brought out the true artist in yo, karaoke yo, singing. Yo, yo, man, what's good? It was your the boy, most Jay Banda here difficult for another I've ever Happy for Cushion Coffee Podcast, man. It's your boy, Jay Banda. And today we got my man, Sean K in the building. Yes, sir. Let's say what's up, brother. Yo, what's good, son? I'm like glad that we actually got this going. Yeah, that's me. That's, a, that's my video right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's shit what you were listening to before we started the show. That was actually Sean K's like real of introduction of what he got going on as far as his karaoke thing. What's up with that, man? First off. Yo, so that was a singing competition. I'm actually wearing a shirt this is actually my signature shirt it's uh so this is my shirt um and i put out a little uh, merch line from it but it's uh the metro icon singing competition um i put that on last year in dfw so i moved to dfw uh end of 2020 and um you know because i'm a singer and so <clears throat> before i started doing comedy my weeks were filled with just going to karaoke nights and that's actually like how i would meet people and and, and even out here like i would go to karaoke bars like solo, like no I, shit. I don't need nobody to go with and shit. I hate fucking calling people and be like, "Hey, hey man, you you're free. Hey, man, you free tonight, man?" Like it's just like I hate that shit. So I just like would just go out to karaoke bars. But karaoke is how I stayed sharp to the craft, you know. So I have a lot of love for it, and you know, it's a very inclusive like community that yeah. goes. So anyway, so like you know, there's a big stigma in the music industry like uh with between like labels producers and, and you know real real singer songwriters that they don't think that like real singers go through karaoke and it's just not fucking true right they just think it's just bar shenanigans and so i created this singing competition that essentially brought the artist out of karaoke singers and so I, it was a, a huge tour all around dfw like nine different locations where i would uh host at these I either host my own karaoke night or I would go on another KJ's night off their community or, or their market. And then I would gather these singers and they would qualify for this competition. And for the start of this competition, I had uh, like 58 singers. Um, no shit. And, and uh, put them through a real competition uh, for a $5,000 grand prize. And uh, I produced it uh, completely uh, without any corporate sponsorships or anything like that. And um, yeah, dude, it was uh, the most 
challenging, enduring thing I've ever done in my entire life. But it was actually like so rewarding to see that all the way through. Um, so right, you know, right now I'm in phase two of it. Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to kick that off the ground and and uh, keep keep the momentum going. But I have a podcast from it, Metro Icon Podcast. So um, I'm actually getting ready to launch my first set of episodes uh, come October for my second season. No shit. You had already had a full season. Yeah, I had I so I had uh, six episodes I released both video and on like all streaming platforms. Yeah, and then um, I just I I finished recording I think my fourteenth episode, and so now I'm getting ready. Oh yeah, that's the real shit. That's the real shit. And we're also live on we live on my Instagram live, so that's the real shit right I just, there. I just showed him the fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna look that that thing is way fatter than the photo shoot one that I had. That, that little that well, little that's because like, you're on the podcast. That little tampon now. string you handed me in front of the camera guy. That's because we forgot we forgot the weed, so we rolled up some roaches, man. This, this to satisfy you. Now you're complaining. I'm done. I'm done. It was good enough. It was good enough. It was good enough for the photo, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So like, you know, I uh, I'm about to release my first. Uh, first, actually, two episodes uh, I'm gonna release on the same day, um, and that those two first two episodes are just gonna be audio. Every episode after that will be audio and video. Man, I seen the behind the scenes fucking photo of your like setup, dog. Like you're in a, like a like a study or something. Oh yeah, um, that was uh, so. I have a mobile setup, so I have a mobile podcast studio. So I pretty much would go and set up almost anywhere, and so that was at. One of the key spots that I uh, I do a couple times a month um, at this place called Library mm-hmm. Bar, and it literally is like a giant bar what? that is landscape like a library. No and shit. So, it, but it's dope because it's got video games. It's like a little Dave and Buster's inside like a library, you know. And so, you know, it was uh, it was it that place. I have such a great relationship with them. Shout out to my boy Chris. I so I was doing an episode with him. Uh, he's a GM and yeah. uh, he was actually I met through Metro Icon because they were one of my spots but and then he was just a bar manager and then he got promoted to GM and he's like dude I want you to come through here do more events and so I was like bet you know so like we just kept the relationship alive and we had a, that was a really good conversation too man he told me about uh, two of the craziest moments he had in the bar industry and shit. And one of them, like, he almost died, like, straight gun to his face. No shit. It was wild. It was it actually, no, his friend died. His friend was shot right in front of him. And then the gun was pointed at his face. And he, he came from, he comes from a military family. And he was just pretty much like, yo, if you're going to fucking do it, then do it. And uh, the guy just walked out. And then it ended up being a murder case. And it's fucking no shit. wow, wow story, dude. Wow. So. Yeah, dude, yeah, I got I got some stories, bro. <laughs> let me let me smoke this real quick. And let's see where the mind goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, shit, dude. I mean, I really love the way you have your spot set up, and and honestly, bro, like I just love the vibe that we had from yeah, like, yeah. that what that shoot when we had, dude. Appreciate it, was, it, bro. It was, no, it was real. It was very real. You know, yeah. so I'm down to earth, man. I'm basically like open book. Whatever whatever you see is what you get. You know what I'm saying? I'm 38 years old, bro. So like all that young animosity trying to be this and that and trying to prove something to somebody though that's just like out the window for me you know what i'm saying i know these young younger cats don't understand that yet but that's called growing up when you grow up and and it's all about bringing people together man like you don't never know that's why like you don't never know who's gonna walk through these doors yeah absolutely and that's why like uh i got that above my door right there and he's the He's the, he's the guy I pray to for the my pathways. You know what I'm saying? So well, who, what, so, who, who or what is that? That is Ilegua. 
Ilegua? Yeah. What is that? It's a part of religion from uh, what part? Yoruba, your religion, it's from a West African religion. No shit. Yeah, Nigeria. Oh, shit. So that he controls the door, or doorways and pathways so, and crossroads. So, so for everyone, for everyone who doesn't get it, uh, if you don't believe that Jesus is black, uh, you can just see him right here. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> this is what black Jesus looks like. <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, That's hilarious. Uh, every, every, you know, every, <laughs> Even though you're Mexican, right? Aren't you yeah, Mexican? Yeah, I'm Mexican <laughs> and Italian. But everybody calls me Hood Jesus in the hood, bro. Hood Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I got, a, I got a hoodie coming, dog, with a fucking Hood Jesus with a cross Dude, on it. Dude, hell yeah. I, I should just, I would just roll in your crew. I wouldn't even say nothing. I would just stand behind you and be like, Oh, so, 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 <laughs> so somebody told me, dog, like middle of mass, I should just go in the fucking kick the doors open and just walk straight to the front in, in robes. Yeah, in robes. You gotta be in and robes. Just let my hair down and fucking and just walk straight. Don't say shit. That would be phenomenal. I know, like here, actually, there's not too far, but there's a pretty big church. It's like a Mex uh, Spanish Spanish Christian church that's pretty big. I know my parents have gone there a few times, and that shit would Bro, set off. I was people will probably off. fucking faint and fucking start crying. And you know what's fucking wild, dude? Like, so I mean, I I grew up I grew up in a Christian household. My parents are, are fairly religious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny because we live in a world that if Jesus actually came back, everyone would fucking trip. <laughs> Everyone would fucking trip. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, everybody would be like, "Oh shit!" No one, no one would be able to accept that. Everyone would call it a sham. Everyone, you know what I'm saying? Is he it's gonna get fucking, fucking stoned again like he did in, in Jerusalem? You remember I when he came? So. I, hope, I just hope he passes. <laughs> just like, he's like hey. here you go, my son. Here you go, my son. I just hope it. That's that's what I'm hoping for. But I mean, it would be ridiculous to think if, if I mean, regardless of how the society would act. Totally, Jesus would smoke weed, one hundred percent. He made, he was part. He's part. The son of God, and God created weed. Well, it says it in the Bible. The herb, the herb is healing of all nations. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is I, a herb. I told because I totally read, read the Bible. One hundred percent. Well, you said your parents were Christian. I figured yeah, yeah, you were yeah, praying. They, they, I don't even think they read the Bible and shit. They, <laughs> they have like their verses and shit that they follow. You know, it's funny too. It's like growing up, right? So. Or like it, it's a Christian church, but a uh, it, it's it's like Syrian Orthodox, and yeah. so the priest is not speaking like our native language, which is called Malayalam. Like both my parents are from a state called Kerala. He's not speaking Malayalam. He's not speaking English, but it's like a combination of Malayalam and like Greek Orthodox. And so it's like, like he's fucking saying gibberish. You know what I mean? And like, I remember at like 19, I was like, what is he saying here? What is he saying here? And I could tell my, my parents are just making it up <laughs> at the spot. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, he's talking about uh, and, uh, Jesus here. He walked uh, over uh, the, the, <laughs> the street uh, to the river and uh, he touched it uh, to a blind man. I'm like, no, that's not, <laughs> that doesn't sound valid at all, you know? And then, I was, and then certain parts were like, you know, why do you, why do you bend right here? Why do you like do, you know, some, some sort of uh, like representation, you know, like physical representation, yeah, yeah. right? 
<laughs> then my mom got so fucking frustrated. She's like, Sean, we just know how to, when to do that when, when it comes. That's all she said. <laughs> were you in America at this time? I was born here. Oh, were you? I was born in Chicago. Okay. Yeah, I'm first generation. My parents were arranged marriage in India. And then, you know, my mom was living here already. So my mom technically brought my dad. No, arranged marriage. Oh, let's go. <laughs> What do you mean by a rain? I, I know, but they, the viewer or the listeners might not know. Like, as for, can you explain that as a arranged marriage? Because I had a model one time. She told me a little bit about something, but she told me about her dating scene. She's supposed to come on the podcast, too, by the way. Cause supposed to. She, yeah, she's Indian, Hey, too. listen, you know what my shirt says? A showman shows up. <laughs> it's about showing up, y'all. Right? Everyone could talk about what they're going to do and maybe possibly do. Facts. But you got to fucking show the fuck up, yo. So... That's the biggest I, part right I, there, I showing hope, up. I hope she, I hope she jumps on the podcast. <laughs> that's that's what we're getting at. I yeah, because she, she was telling me about it too. Like, uh, I, I feel like I gotta have it straight on. But yeah, is uh, it better? Is it better yeah, down? Because of the, the, the dynamics. Oh, fucked up wires. Here, I'll hold that. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I'll Technical hold difficulties. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, oh, go ahead. I'll hold that. John K's over here uh, <laughs> destroying microphones. See, I'm considerate. You see, you see how considerate I am? And first off, if this was my podcast, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the other thing. You know what I mean? Oh. And if anything, I'm the one that's like, hey, just, just move a little bit closer. Just move a little closer to the eye. There it is. There it is. There it is. But, uh... <laughs> No, but this this is the organics of it. This is the organics of it. But while this is happening, let's uh, see if anyone... <laughs> we do actually have a good amount of people that have joined. I don't see any comments, though. If you guys have any comments, you have any questions, you have something that you want me to answer, I will go ahead and do so. Uh, yeah, I've actually never done this. Uh, you know, I'm sure that, you know, people within my community, uh, clients that I've been with, um, they... They know that I smoke weed. They know yeah, I've yeah. advocated for weed. I don't think I've ever smoked weed live on no? IG. Oh, okay. Boom! That's how, the coffee's that, always that's, got that that's, how, that's how real this fucking relationship <laughs> was from day one. This is literally the second time I'm hey, meeting you. What, what, did you, what did you ask me for first? He's like, hey, man, do you mind? Like, uh... You got any, what you call it, dog? A little organic? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, you got a little organic air I can breathe just, <laughs> just to really get me in the mode for this thing. He's like, bro. And I was like, you know what, though? It would, I was like, it would be a very bold pick to take a picture with a joint. And there's not, like, especially for the, the comedy world. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, comedians, are, you know, whatever. But there is, like, a lot of progressive or uh, conservativeness when it comes to the world comedy and stuff, there's even one comedy club that's like, you have to keep the jokes clean. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I enjoy it. Like, the thing, one thing I like about comedy is the challenge of it, you know, and challenge of being able to read the crowd and find that material right for them. And it's like, as an MC, I knew I already had a leg up on the game, you know? Yeah. But the other thing, too, is being in the business as long as I have understanding how the uh, community within that industry is, right? And I already knew what I was getting myself into. So it's like right time, right place, you know, jumping in. But comedy, stand-up is, comedy is definitely the last peg on the wheel of, like, my showman skills of shit I can do. So comedy, man, how did you get into that? 
Wait, so wait, hold on. What were we talking? We were talking about arranged marriages. Yeah, yeah, arranged <laughs> and then, marriages. And then we came back. I'm like, stand up. <laughs> oh yeah, the mic interference. All right, all right. We, you know, how about this? We'll we'll go back. Arranged marriage. We'll do the arranged we'll, marriage. Yeah, we'll let, talk about. I'll comedy. go back into the comedy thing. You know, I'm I'm glad that I even remember that. I'm surprised even after a few of those hits, I remember that's what we were talking well, about. We got but <laughs> we got one more to roll up. So. Oh sure, what the fuck, dude. <laughs> Oh God! Good thing I'm very I'm a very functional pothead. Um, Arranged marriages. All right, here's here. I, I before I go into this, I should ask: Am I allowed to say no at any given point? Like if I want to take a small break? Oh, like from smoking? Yeah, yeah. Like if I want to be like, hey, let me you just. You just said that on a Christian Coffee podcast. <laughs> The text message, you said, prepare to smoke a lot of weed. And I'm pretty sure my response was, bet. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm bitching up. I'm bitching up a little bit right now, and I'm man enough to admit that. But All right. If but, you but, need but, a break, just, just say we got We got to create like a safe word. Just be... <laughs> I'm just gonna, you're just going to hear me do this. I'm going to go, and then I'll just stand up in my robe. <laughs> and just put the fucking joint down and then just, just float in there for me. <laughs> All right. So arranged marriage. Just <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my parents, <laughs> my parents were in arranged marriage. Um, it was, it's, you know, my parents were not a love story. Are they still together? Yeah. They stayed together, man. They did not. Uh, one thing they 100% both believe in had in common, uh, like many Indian parents. They didn't believe in divorce. That was just we. I've seen a lot of, at least mm-hmm. seen a lot of you know turmoil within their relationship. But I was, I'll say now, uh, confidently, it's at a really good place right now. Um, do I look in your eyes or do I look in the eyes of the camera? This is, no, this is behind the scenes, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Uh, but no, no, no. So you know, so now he wants to look into my eyes. I, I mean, always. <laughs> Always. I mean, if you want to be able to look into the eyes of Jesus, if you can. So yeah, all right, this good. Is, this is the next closest fucking thing I can get right here. Um, no, no. So, so my parents actually, so my mom was already living in Chicago, uh, you know, moving here, I think late 70s. And then um, my mom went to India for her older sister's wedding. My mom was one of eight. And she went for her next older sister's wedding. Um, and, uh, pretty much while, since they were there, the, my grandparents said that it, you know, why have, sp- have to spend money to fly them out to India to get married again. So we might as well just get her married, uh, like this. So it's like, she met, she met, she met my dad 10 days before they got married and my aunt got married on a Friday. My mom married my dad the following Friday. Did your mom ever tell you stories that, like, like, or your dad ever tell you stories about your mom, or it's always been, like, cool relationship? Like, as far as, like, them not liking each other in the beginning? Oh, no. I mean, like, you know, I think when it comes to, like, you know, any relationship and shit, they're going to tell each other how they feel about each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and but, like, what I'll say now, like, now, you know, they're much, much older. They're much more fragile. They realize how much they need each other. So their relationship is, like, where... 
I think especially my mom wanted it to be, you know, yeah. my dad was a slow burn, you know, but again, my dad has a lot more health problems than my mom and you know, it's the, but they're relying on each other. And then he's now showing that appreciation yeah. back to her. And that's really, I think all you want that you would just want to see that balance. You, everyone's going to have their bullshit. Perfect. Yeah. Balance. Uh, you know, but like it's figuring out that balance and there's compromise and yeah. it's just like doing things for them without having to ask and type of shit, you know? So, it's like you're seeing that type of relationship now. And, you know, they've, they've met my fiancé, and that was slow to take, you know, because my fiancé's got three kids, and I've let go of girls way less, way less. And I'm, I'm the second man I'm, my uh, Pilar's ever been with. So, yeah. you know, our relationship, uh, in, that, in that even its own regard, it's a pretty crazy story. Like, it's going to get its movie. Like, I'm going to get a movie out of it. <laughs> I swear to God. We are the Bollywood telenovela that's never been told. Let me hear this. Wait, <laughs> we, we keep jumping the stories, we, but I mean, I told, I told so my parents were in arranged marriage, so it's like arranged marriage is yeah, fairly yeah, common. Yeah. You know, we talk. So, about what that. about you? Like, did, did they ever try to set you up with like an arranged marriage, or since I, since you talk uh, about that, since you talk about that, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, they didn't. They even pick each other. I wouldn't even let them pick my clothes growing up, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no, there was no damn way that like. They were ever going to pick my wife and they knew that like i'll give my parents credit to the point where you know i only became like the showman oh yeah yeah uh should i keep talking yeah all right um i only came became the showman when i started do it all so that was end of 2014 but you know i've been doing entertainment and performance since i was 18 and so um you know they i always did a side but i still i graduated from columbia that's where i got my degree and, uh, you know, like I went to college, I worked for five years and shit and, you know, then transitioned to do this business. And did they believe in it? No, but like they believed it once they saw the results. And it's just one of those things where it's like, like and this is the do it all company. Yeah. This is my entertainment company do do it all. And then after I moved to Texas, I started my media company cause I've been producing content for years. Yeah. I'm not an editor. Don't, I'm not a post, but I got editors for days. And so, and I know I'm the director. And I do what editors really want is like, just tell me what you want. Yeah. Don't tell me to be the creative. I'm the creative, right? I'm the, I'm the director. I'm the storyboarder. I'm the writer. Um, but I'm also the actor. You know what I mean? Like I, I love to perform, you yeah. know, and that's, that's my, that's who just realized just who I am. And granted, it's just like understanding that too. It's crazy when you get to this point where, you know when to turn it on, turn it off, you know? Yeah. And not always be on. And and, and that took some thing. And, and it's also just, I have a big, big conversation with my ego all the time. And <laughs> I live by two very strong mantras all the time. One I have tatted. Um, I live by two, two solid mantras. First one is, humble is key like bumble is bee. It's just the truth. You... You understand, you hear bumble, you think be, and so you have to understand that, like, what is key is to be humble. Like, that is something that, like, I try to be, you know, yeah. even if I'm feeling like a fucking top dog in the room, it's just like, all right, yo, dude, stay fucking humble, you know? And then the second one is to the game, <clears throat> and it's entertainment's greatest obstacle is always the individual easing their godliness out. That's a double acronym for ego. Entertainment's greatest obstacle ego easing godliness out ego and you should you know 
just as but like you understand that as a religion it's your connection yeah. to the universe that's how you speak up that's how you receive you know that's just your connection no matter what it is it's, yeah. it's like god is a fucking operator and he's got all these fucking plugs and he's just going to, that's who God is. So, so it's like, God is talking to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? God's got a team. He's the greatest business in the fucking universe, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it, there, it, there, and you feel like that your connection is central here. Like, you know, you, the, there's atheists or whatever. Don't think there's God and stuff. That's fine. That's still, there's still a higher connection to whatever is even maybe if it, frequencies right here you know what i mean yeah, I don't know. Yeah, of course. And, and so like i i uh i think one thing i i've been able to re be really good at is being able to draw out what my truth is you yeah know, make it unquestionable and so yeah dude it's just when it comes to my relationship you know when it comes to you know understand where my parents came from stuff <clears throat> i knew it was going to be a problem you know and so i'll tell you how so me how me and my girl met so we met during covid dude i was i was single for three and a half years um and uh i i just after my last relationship it did was you meet just, her at a karaoke bar no dude no <laughs> i met her on the facebook on the facebook on the facebook <laughs> why you say it like that <laughs> yeah i say because any app my parents say they always add the hey, did you get that message on the whatsapp oh <laughs> did you get it on the, uh, the i message they had uh, the, oh, the, on, everything, yeah. on the facebook well what was that thing you put on the facebook yeah <laughs> Yeah, and so like I I just I can't help it now. <laughs> the Facebook. Like, did you time. see my uh, the Instagram post? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, so I met I met my I met my girl, um, I met my girl on on Facebook. We actually, it was like she friend requested me. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a people you may know type of deal, and it was like we had industry kind of connections from there, and but this was during COVID, and then. Um, and this is when I had to go back in the job for for first time in seven years as an Amazon delivery <laughs> driver. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I moved to Texas and shit. I was like, I was like, yo, and here's the thing, bro. I didn't even take no unemployment either. From here? During COVID. I didn't take I didn't take any unemployment. Why not? I, I don't you know what, man? I don't know. There was something about it where I was like, yo, can I do it this without it? Can I maintain my bills without it? Yeah, yeah. Instead of jumping on that bandwagon, I was like, "Fucking too easy." <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too easy. Now, granted, that's also a lot after being like vaccination. I'm like, "Give me," you, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, I know I didn't take that type of uh, that financial government government assistance. I didn't I didn't take anything, and I don't know. I, there it was a lot of people. A lot of my friends were like, "Yo, it's free money. Why don't you get that?" And I was just like, "You know what, man? You know, I'll just take those stimulus checks. They'll send that to me and shit." But having to go to, through fucking going to employment. I think it was just also the mentality of everybody going through unemployment. I'm like, it's going to be so damn busy. It's fucking buildings yeah, yeah, yeah. are going to be fucking packed. And I'm like, I fucking waste my time fucking. <laughs> like, <laughs> even though it's like, everything's done over the phone. I'm so like, this is before you moved to Texas, right? Huh? This is before I moved to Texas. So yeah. yeah. So like we met online and I, I think I sent her a message and at the, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, but I was looking at her. I'm like, yeah, she's on a radio station. It's like, oh, she talks, you know, it's very humble post. And so, um, but it was like, yo, she's, she's this radio station. Oh, this radio station's legit. So then I messaged her and I was like, Hey dad, do we actually know each other? Be, uh, because if we don't, uh, we should, you know, I, I think it was something <laughs> along those lines. And, uh, we messaged back and forth for like maybe a week or so, uh, before we had our first, 
like call on the phone and then we were talking for a while and then uh, I proposed a virtual date and that, I've never had a virtual date before and so we a were, virtual date a virtual date like through a zoom call like what did you do send her flowers though still no we just sat in front of like our like webcams or like through our um like our facetime cameras <laughs> and just had a bottle of something and just like I, was, I sat at a table she sat at a table and we just drank and talked for two hours and then I wasn't working the next day and then I proposed I was like I was like yeah I, you know I was like maybe a two drinks in I was feeling myself and shit and, yeah you know? and uh and I was like I was like man I'm like I was like first off after dealing with especially that was a time where the climb of like scamming fucking profiles on every platform was just like skyrocketing. Yeah. Right? Like every fucking girl trying to talk to you is eventually trying to get you to pay for her Snapchat premium account. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, all that so shit. So there's went so down. much skepticism. So finally, I'm like, I saw this is a fucking real one and shit. Uh, but like, we talked for two hours and like, um, I could tell that she was just, just really pulled in. Like she cared, you know? And, there was nothing behind it. And one of the first things she, you know, she, and then, you know, she came, became open about her last relationship, which was just the father of her kids. And that's a crazy fucking story. And uh, to be who she is, and you've got a chance to meet her, um, to be who she is, she shouldn't be the way she is. Yeah. And, and that woman asked, woman, she asked for a lot of shit now. She's, cause she's happy with me. So she's, you know, she asked for a lot of shit now and stuff. But especially in the beginning, like one of the first things she said, she's like, I'll never, I'll re never rely on a man to help take care of my kids because those are my kids. And I'm like, that's all you need to tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, and you know what, man? Those kids I, were, they were the last thing we, uh, before we became like, all right, we're officially doing this, you know? Because I was, I would, this was also happened a month after I decided I was moving to Texas. Like, listen to the stats, cuz, like, <laughs> three and a half years single. Like, one month before I'm decide, I'm one month after, I'm like moving to Texas, boom, meet this girl, and within a uh, month of talking, and we finally meet or whatever, and then, fucking is like a month another month of dating and i was like i'm leaving in three months and you know what and then after i met her kids i was hoping those motherfuckers were gonna like turn me off completely because yeah. listen bro i'm the greatest fuck on the planet you saw my niece's music videos and shit like that i'm the number one fucker on the planet <laughs> like like i know everything about funkonomics like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> i'm yeah. fun as fuck yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. Uh, but like what i don't like to be around kids all the time and i don't like all kids and my problem is is i tell kids i don't like them to their face <laughs> <laughs> you know and like i try to fuck with kids like I, I make kids believe that like i'm elmo like yeah, I, yeah. I literally tell them i'll show them my elmo voice and then i'll be like <laughs> elmo elmo wants to tell you that uh, Elmo is just a brown bald guy with his hand on my butt. That's why he tickles. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now how like, old are these kids, man? Uh, her son is fourteen, Emiliano, and the, then the oldest, the oldest, uh, and then her two girls, uh, Billy, little Bilar, Billy, and um, Alisa. They're eight, seven, eight and seven. Billy's eight and Bilar's. Or oh, sorry, yeah, Billy's eight and Alisa seven. So when you met him, what happened? They were sweet, man, and you know what? They're they're grateful for less. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they really care about you know they their mom handles their shit. They that man that 
you know, they unfortunately have to call their dad. It, that man's never paid for anything in their lives. He's been the sole, she's been the sole provider for those kids. And he was kind of like a semi-famous like Mexican musician. And pretty much they divorced like, I don't know, seven years ago when she found out that he had multiple kids with multiple wives that she even know but like it, these are all like no like, way like townhouses like like no fucking, shit yeah it was it, it's wild bro and on top of that dude she experienced like every form of abuse you can possibly imagine and and when it comes to those kids like you know uh, it, you know obviously it's like not all kids are planned but yeah. like she 100% did not want those kids like tried to prevent it but like you know he pretty much forced kids into her to lock like those women down you know yeah. what I mean? and uh so she didn't ask for those kids and she didn't want them but then like she didn't believe in abortion and had those kids and she's been like okay those well they're mine that's it yeah. and so uh she handles her shit you know and she's she you know what it's kind of like when i also saw her is like i've never met a woman like her and it's almost like this girl deserves it for a different like deserves life she's like a di she doesn't even know how fucking much of a diamond she is and it's just like um yeah i'll do all i gotta do is just clean this shit up and and like she's gonna understand so our our biggest thing is like we just were so honest with each other because she wasn't trying to be in relationship she was after her ex she um and he almost killed her actually on her son's 12th birthday it was just before covid it's, it's crazy how things work out but he, you know, she was, he was just, whenever he was, he would come in town, she would allow him to see the kids. Or see yeah. but like, you know, they weren't together, but, uh, he got drunk and, um, you know, let's just say that he, he like pretty much, uh, mounted, he like mounted her and, and that was the first time she ever fought back. And, and she tried to pretty much kill her for that. And it was her son who actually ran out and got one of the neighbors to call the police. So her son saved her. So the police came, arrested her. I've seen all the photos, dude. It's it's the most horrifying shit. Not not the most, I mean, I've seen worse stuff, but I mean, it's horrifying shit. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And like, again, it's like for her to be how she is, it's, it's, she, it's, she, She's an unbelievable person. So, and there's probably like so many women that deal with that shit too, man. Absolutely, like, like, but and 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 again, it's just like there's a lot of women who are very bitter and angry about that. Yeah. They stay angry. They stay bitter. You know, it changes them in a different way. Yeah. And you know, my my girl's not perfect, and she has her issues, but she she listens and she cares, and she cares about her growth, and that's why she, you know, she they're moving out to Dallas, you yeah. know, um, and we're gonna have our place together and stuff, but like. Uh, you know, it's it's actually been adapting with those kids now. I have a real relationship with them, and it's a it's a lot of fun, man. And and like like her son, bro, Emiliano, bro, that kid Emmy is star boxer, bro. He's about to be a champion. He's wild, dude. No shit. Kids, two kids got game, dude. Footwork. He's got striking. And and, he, and this is the wild thing. This kid's a type one diabetic. For real. He's, he's got type one diabetes at the age of fourteen, and bro, he's wilding. I'm like, yo, I was like, Emmy. I looked it up. There is no boxer in in any history that has won about being a type one diabetic. Damn, that'd be cool as hell. So, what is he fighting? What is his weight? 
I mean, he he's he's not fully developed yet, so he's yeah, just yeah. gonna go into beginning circuits and stuff. So Fourteen, I, right? I, I don't think they go through like weight class. Yeah, yeah, it's age groups, yeah, right? yeah. It's eight more age groups, right? It's when they go through a weight. Wait, like you an said actual he's good weight. though. He's got good hands and everything. Yo. Good feet. Yo, I would say like he has the potential. I think to become welter, like he'll be a welter weight. Like, yeah. I don't think he'll be a, a feather. I think he's he can put it on some more size, but it might be a he feather. He could compete in a Golden Gloves, can he? Feather to welterweight. I, I'm not sure about. I, I don't know. Fourteen. What I think he can. He could start. Yeah. He could definitely start. Um, hey, do you have like tissue or something? Dude? So there's, there's a. Just like uh, this this damn weather change, bro, got me like man congested, dog. There's some, the, there's some uh, sanitizer. Yeah, I got some <laughs> and there goes some uh, you got you coming from out what, for coming down I, south, after man. After I wipe it, I use your hair. Oh. <laughs> Do you want me to get the stool for you? No, no, no. Sure. <laughs> no <fuck you. laughs> oh shit, man! It's good shit, man. It's good shit. Yeah. Get those mochas out. That was that was that. Uh. <laughs> Are you sure that was that fucking mochas or the weather or that was that 40 bag last night? Oh. Not me, bro. <laughs> I'm just playing, last, man. <laughs> last, last night I had uh, chicken and rice. Chicken and rice? I had the chicken and rice combo bowl. Uh, but I did smoke it over here. So, <laughs> shit. Uh, so, uh... So, where the, where's the fucking coffee? When's that fucking coming? Well, <laughs> Where is that? Do, do you want me to make you some? Can I have, you? Yeah, yeah, right here. You can? Yeah. Oh, shit. Don't put me on the spot here. Man. <laughs> do you want me to fucking door dash you some coffee? I mean, I mean. Well, I mean, I, usually I, I do just... it in the morning, but there's a Modelo in there if you want to turn more of a turn-up drink. Oh, shit. A, you just said a Modelo? A Modelo. There's two, actually. Oh, there is two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will do one in communion with you. No, I'm not going to drink one because I'm fasting, remember? I told you. Oh, you're fasting. Yeah. Okay, then I, I will drink one in front of you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, cool. Hey, that's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not mine, yeah. Damn, fucking Sean K came on and roasted me about my coffee. You're right, there is two. I got to go refill it. Am I still alive? I am still alive. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. No love where I'm from. So if you guys want to see the second half of this episode, you can have to follow the Real Kush and Coffee podcast. And uh, say what's up to my boy Jay Danda. Follow him on social media. Also, great focus films. Uh, amazing space here in Chicago. So anyway, uh, have a good Friday. Everyone, please be safe. And... Uh, Make conscious decisions. <laughs> Look at this fucking log here. Where is my telephone? So I just recently went through my phone and I got like a thousand photos of just nothing. Yeah, you can sit back down. <laughs> yeah. We can well, talk about your do it all. We're Mexicans, though. Yeah, yeah. We make yeah. it happen. 
I, I, that's like the Unlike you Indians, you guys are thinkers. So you guys, <laughs> you're, you're, you're coming well, over. You're, you're, somebody's <laughs> gotta be. You guys all, you gotta engineer a whole fucking machine just to open a bottle. <laughs> Listen, bro, so that's why, that's why I, I am a true pioneer within my industry because you find me another fucking, not even just South Indian, but just another Indian. Yeah, bro, because like usually, every, I promise you, every, that's why I said that shit, because every, every Indian I met, bro, from like India, they're straight fucking engineers or some computer software tech guys or business owners yeah or you that know, too they, you know it's like they own the liquor stores they own the hotels they own the 7-elevens they own the dunkin donuts they own the subway dude like, we were working uh, gas station the turbine the turbine for one of the powerhouses out here in illinois young ass kid he's like fucking maybe 19 years old dude mm -hmm. fucking engineer straight suited fucking probably a twenty thousand dollar suit on just sitting there with a white hard hat on making because he's the one it was his design yeah 19 years old bro and he, wait, he was wearing a hard hat with the turban? With the suit on. And, and the turban floor. Wait, the turban, like the hard with, hat was over with the With a big ass turban that, you know what I'm saying, that powers, that generates energy. But you said a hard hat. With a, yeah, with a hot, white hard hat. But oh, with a so, suit so, on. But what I'm trying, is, was the hard, white hard hat on top of his turban? No, on top of his head. The turban is the something that generates energy. Oh, turbine. A turbine. It's called a turbine on a turbine floor. That's what we call it. Yeah, but it's a turbine. Oh. So it, it's just words. This is the issues that we're having. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you thought it was a turban on his I head. I thought it was like, wait, 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 hold up, hold on. Like, I was no, we call it the turban floor. Him, so like he's what, like, you said, yeah. he's an Indian guy, right? So he's like a <laughs> turban and and a white hard hat. And I'm like, wait, hold up. I was like, how does he have both on his head? What came first? Is the hard hat, is hard hat sitting over the turban, or did he put the hard hat on? And then it's like, D you know what? I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. So, I was confused for a second, but so your uh, do it all company, man. Like, how did that come about? Like, you decided to yeah, man. It so was. You're, I was working... first. You're a rapper. Then you turned comedian. Now no, you... I wasn't. A, I was never a rapper. No, I was never a rapper. Oh, I just okay. rapped in the the do it all anthem. Okay. I, I don't consider myself a rapper. I indulge. I I will indulge. You know, uh, but I would never call myself a rapper. Dude, uh, you should make a rapper cushion coffee. I 100% could. Yeah, we could make that happen. So, like, so, so me and my boy DJ Ellis, I told you about, so he's the one that used to, uh, like, beatboxing and shit. Uh, since we were, like, maybe, like, 18 or so, we would perform together. He would beatbox and I would sing, but we would do it as, like, DJ acapella mashups. Yeah. And we would just kind of go back and forth. And it would be like, you know, coming out of the house party or whatever, and then we just kind of do something. But then we started, like, performing on shit and, you know, did little competitions through Chicago and shit. And yeah, it was a vibe. And But essentially that evolved to becoming a, a DJ MC duo, or a, a, becoming a DJ MC duo. Yeah. And that's how Do It All was formed. And then our boy Timmy, so uh, Illist, his real name is Sanu. So uh, Illist and Timmy, um, they had a company together doing, like, under the table, like, DJ parties and stuff. Yeah. And I kind I came with them with the idea of do it all, and I said, "Listen, dude, I, like every empire falls when it's just one leader. It's like we all need checks and balances, and there's three of us. Comes a decision every single time. You know, it's like we invest. Everyone has a specific role. We we play, and you know, and we kind of came. We started do it all as like this three pillar company, and it's it's been a, been a fucking amazing ride it's been an amazing ride so uh, do it all so what do you mean like by that do it all entertainment man is is what it is right so i when you get a show with me and illis that's called the do it all duo package and that's like 
you're getting an MC who is a multifaceted singer, comedian, and like live performer, right? You know, when I'm emceeing, it's not also just what, I, what, I, what I say. When the dance floor kicks off, like I'm on the dance floor. I'm dancing with you and I'm also helping you with the party, like leading all the dance, like the lead, like the cha-cha slides and cute yeah. shuffles. But I have my own line dances, like so you wouldn't see it anywhere else. So I had there's a lot of originality that comes with my performance, and I was like, you know, we're to the point where it's just like it's just not being done anywhere in the live event scene, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, for Sonu, he's a DJ and drummer and beatboxer, and he plays live drums, and he has an electric drum pad, like a whole crazy setup and shit. And he can change the percussion style instruments that he played. So he plays every like cultural percussion oh, on shit. all sorts of different beats, bro. He's fired. Uh, like, like, like unbiasedly enough, because that's my fucking gin to my yang, dude. That's like my boy, my best friend. Like this dude, his, his climb has been like, it's unbelievable. Like, he's the official DJ for the Bulls. He was just on AGT, like America's Got Talent this season with the uh, Wolfpack line or uh, the pack drumline, um, and uh, I got to see their performance like in the semifinals in, in LA. But yeah, dude, th this dude is—he's fire, bro. Like I just—I know a lot of talented DJs. Yeah. I know a lot. I know how to DJ, but I'm very basic, you know. And I got good rhythm. I got good musicality, so I know how to blend certain songs. It's like unlikely matches, but then it works, you know. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to scratching and all those like te technical stuff, like I just don't care about it because I will do some mic work, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Sadu or Illust, he is unbelievable, bro. Like every fucking song, he knows how to like change that beat a little bit. Like he's getting heads turning from the jump, yeah. you know. And like I would, I would bet fucking my money one thousand percent of the time on Illust every time against any DJ at any show. Like, just no doubt. So, um, whichever case dude like you know we just evolved the company doing live events all across the country we've been in over 22 cities in north america um i've never had to pay to go to cancun ever <laughs> like uh but like that's the one proudest thing where yeah. like I, I i go all like you know a lot of cities and, and then also like toronto um you know and vancouver a little bit you know like a few times we've gone there um, lot, a good amount in the East Coast, and then uh, Chicago. Obviously, I'm back here like yeah. 15 to 20 weeks a year on average since I've left Dallas from Dallas. You know, and that can shift. You know, but um, but yeah, it's uh, we've we've built a very good reputation. People know, you know, we're a very premium price company, and we understand this. It's not something that is. You know, not every client is financially available to be able to do that, you know, but um, when people invest in it, we know that we're we're creating a very everlasting memory, not like, oh, my my DJ was good. Like, no, 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 no. We I remember this happened and I remember this happened. Like it's it's we create a lot of moments in the moment yeah. and, and that makes every event like its own DNA code. So it's uh, do it all is actually more of a movement than it is a company. You know, and there's no other company that is really like us. So, real quick, uh, give uh, your website out real quick so mm -hmm. that way they can check you out. So, the Do It All website is it's easy, doitalllive.com. Or if you do doitallentertainment.com, it'll take you to the same website. My personal website, it's very easy, theshowman.live. Uh, so, uh, I have plenty of content. I'm a very easy Google search. Uh, we are a do it all, we're a very easy Google search. Um, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's plenty out there. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, uh, so you're out here for the comedy, right? Mm-mm. I'm out here to perform on a wedding. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm uh, doing with my boy Real. Shout out my boy DJ Real, Gabriel. Uh, he's also, he works for the Bulls. He works for the Bears. Like, this dude is wild. Like, he's, he, like, like I'm talking about on their entertainment team. But everything just went blank. Did I just pull something? No, you're good. <laughs> I just had to shake it. <laughs> I was like, I moved as soon as you're, I moved. Everything went down. Like, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm emceeing. He's DJing. We're, they booked us for uh, a wedding. So, that's, that's why I'm out here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. So you're singing at a, like a wedding singer, Adam Sandler type shit? No, I emcee. I emcee the wedding. I'm like the host. Oh, shit. Like, I walk in, dude. Like, I get the night started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Hyatt Regency here in Schaumburg, Illinois. And that's through your company, though? It's through Do It All. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the MC services, yes, that's through Do It All Entertainment. If you want me through creative services, directorial services, media production services, that's through my company, DIA. Nice. Metro Icon, all my all my kooky, kooky ideas, that's coming through DIA. So, <laughs> so uh, a lot coming. That's what's up, man. Shit, that's yeah. kind of that's kind of like what I made this shit to do, like one stop shop here. You know what I'm saying? You can do everything. That's, that's uh, what we had for like our. We had our individual business cards, but we had other ones that just said the uh, one stop event shop. So. <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I'm trying to do, the same shit, build, man. I want to make sure it? this is really good out there. <laughs> like, did you have a hard time, like, trusting them at first, or no? You ever, ever had oh, trust no, issues? Oh, no, no, these were my boys. Okay. These were my boys, like, and 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 I would say, like, Sonu and Timmy actually had an, a relationship status, like, established yeah, yeah. Um, years prior to when I kind of came in. But uh, me and Sonu became like this, and, like, the greatest events I've ever done, he, it's always been with him. You know, like the places that we have gone, yeah. it's always been with him, you know? And so we know each other. Like I would, you know, I would say like, he knows me more than my girl knows me. And I know him better than his girl knows him, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we're brothers, we're brothers. We have had every like wild moment, like the wildest moments, the, the best moments, the craziest moments. It's always been with him. Like we've been seeing less of that since I moved from Dallas, but we're still always like in touch. And then we got events that we are always popping off and shit. And we're always rooting for each other no matter what. So it's it's dope, man. And Timmy, uh, like I have a very awesome relationship with him. It's a good balance, you know. Yeah. Um, and and like t Timmy will be the guy that like hears the complaints from me and Sonu, you know. And then or me and Sonu will have something about yeah, Timmy, yeah. you know. Uh, but Timmy's like a good balance. He's a good checks and balances. And it's like me and him, like we bump heads a lot, but we will have that active conversation that will get us both to kind of see like, okay, all right, you know what? I can, I can see this. I still don't agree with this, but I can see, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's a, so, do you guys come together like every week and discuss things or like, uh, we, do you got, do you got we, a big mostly, team? Mostly through text message, to be okay. honest. Um, that's why we do like all of our correspondences are through like email, you know, yeah. and he handles all that back end. 
Like, I don't want to deal with the numbers. I don't want to deal with those uh, the, the accounting books and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the numbers. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to look I at I just them. give you all the I, ideas. I also <laughs> have a form of dyslexia. Like, I have dyslexia, but it's more stronger uh, with dyscalculia, which deals with numbers. Yeah, yeah. And when there's letters and numbers on the page, like, that's when my fucking brain will go crazy. So, um, you know, it, I knew that I needed someone like that. You know, now I'm learning. I'm like... I, I'm a I'm a late bloomer when it comes to financial literacy, yeah. but I'm learning now. Yeah, know? me too. Likewise, uh, man. But it's uh, you know, whenever he, you just I, I understand like I, I I have to think like Denzel, like he's just never gonna be done. You yeah, know, yeah. like to this day, Denzel Washington still goes to acting one classes. No shit. He just shows up. Yeah, and so like he's like I always learn something, even if I'm like teaching, but. Sometimes I just like to observe too. I'm like, it's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, like, dedication, that's bro. Why dedication. You are the Who American you? gangster. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's like, it's like I have to like have, I, it, I just constant until my brain can't process information. I just gotta have, like that's just it's the greatest currency. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Do you ever do you ever like see the world in like different currencies outside of like money? What do you mean? The world's like see the how, world how it's see ran? the world see the world like take in take in something like see currencies outside of the world of money. Like I see like my time, my energy yeah. as a form of currency. Yeah, oh yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like operating and, and all that. And it's like I kinda like put that in perspective one time and shit. And I was like I've been telling people about that. And I'm like, you know what? No, it's like that's why I go to all these mics. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like therapy. That's why I fucking will set up my podcasting. It's like my time for me, what I what I gain out of it. And who I give my peop my time and energy yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't fucking easy to drive from Schaumburg over here. <laughs> Bro, like it wasn't easy last yeah, two yeah, weeks yeah. or last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't easy last week. It fucking it was not easier today. Yeah. So like, but this was like, I was like, no, I'm like, dude, this is a real one, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. it's like, appreciate it, bro. you know, no, no, thank you. And so it's like, it, it's uh, uh, you know, like uh, certain things like um, integrity. Yeah, that's a very rare currency. Loyalty, that's a very very, very rare, rare currency. currency. Like, fact of the matter is, and I think you can understand this being in, like, the entertainment industry and stuff like that. If you got to make money, there's a way to make money. Yeah. And there's always another way to make money. Yeah. So I'm going to make money. Of course. You know what I mean? Do I want more of it? Do I need more of it to, like, obtain more things? Yeah. yeah. You know, 100%. Uh, and I'm earning my way towards that, right? Yeah. Like, I'm understanding the journey. I've understood the journey of where, it, where it's supposed to go. And what I'm supposed to do and understanding my patience, right? And so it's kind of like seeing that type of form as currency, but like how you treat people, like their relationships, where you give your time for, where you're seeking that integrity, like looking for those rare currencies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I uh, I don't know, it's it's been kind of like helping me just organize my like path and day and, and what I want to do and... and kind of I guess legacy I want to leave and shit like that but like you know it's like even with my girl man like dude it's like the what I have with her to, to have that relationship it's like so that I see that as a kind of a form of currency of like that loyalty right yeah, and that respect it's like um, and man it's it's wild bro like I, I it's I uh, 
I'm not a, I'm not a man that's ever made like the per most perfect decisions in my past relationships, and especially when I was going into the entertainment industry and stuff. Yeah. But that's why after my last last relationship, which you know ended terribly, and I won't even go into it, but I was single for those three and a half years, yeah. is because I would I turned from quantity to quality. And so I wasn't always just giving myself to every girl and just seeking to be in a relationship. I was like, no, 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 I want to make sure that time is that time is right for what I have going on. It's uninterrupted. It's a piece uninterrupted, yeah. you know? And so it's like, um, yeah, man. It's so I, you know, as I started kind of understanding, you know, like it's crazy. It's like you, you have certain reasons you might have to lie to somebody else for something, you know, like, but you know, not lying to yourself, you know, like that's like such a important thing, you know, and, and so be true to self. Yeah. 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 And building on that self-awareness and all that kind of shit, bro. So I don't know, man, it, it's, I'm in my deep feels, bro. This is what your joint did to me. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's talking, I'm looking doing. at Jesus and shit. I'm like doing a whole fucking high confessional. And shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. I be microdosing, bro. That's why I, li I like to microdose a lot, just because it. I know, man. You push out your little baggie. I mean, like, you want to I'm like, I'm You want like, to really see Jesus? That, I, don't <laughs> I don't even believe Jesus. <laughs> Where are you going to Jesus to? <laughs> oh, shit, man. But yeah, man. Fuck it. I be microdosing, too, just to get through the day. Microdosing's dope, man. I enjoy that. Yeah. I, have like, a, I, have, I always have that good, clear little bump like that uh it's healthy man it's actually very healthy yeah for yeah. sure i mean motherfuckers don't even know i'll be at work fucking micro dosed out bro but just be fucking in the zone though because i had ADHD. You, i feel like but you oh yeah you, know you probably do and i fucking when i when i that's take why that I, 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 that's, like why, that's me why out. i also have a wonderful adderall prescription <laughs> I never, I don't like taking meds. So yeah, I try yeah, to go yeah, the natural yeah, way. Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't. so I like, uh, <laughs> I like fucking tripping. So I like tripping on acid and fucking mushrooms, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So fuck it. Yeah, man, to each their own, dude. But you know? One time I was tripping on acid on fucking at Wrigley Field, bro. Like I, it, were, it looked like we're in a spaceship flying through the clouds. Bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because the clouds are just fucking moving. I will tell you, I will tell you the last, the last time I did acid, was actually in college so this was probably 2009 this was 2009 uh when i was at columbia college and uh it was earth day i do remember <laughs> that and my and i was living in the dorms and uh my hippie roommate was like you like go through your strips if you want to and i'm like oh my parents aren't around <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, shit. Uh, so uh, it, you know, it'd be stress. We were obviously fine and all that, but we went to Lincoln Park Zoo on Earth Day. <laughs> and that shit made me never want to do ever again. Holy I never shit. did acid ever again since then. So, <laughs> you feel I'll stick like to my Adderall, bro. <laughs> Did you feel like you're another planet or what? Bro, I could not explain. Like, dude, I was asking my friend, I'm like, yo, am I seeing 
this thing right now? Is that real? Is that a 60-year-old woman fucking dancing in a, like, bikini tie-dye fucking string-like cowboy oh outfit holding her Pomeranian right now no with one hand in her going like this? No way. I'm like, yo, is the fucking panda, or no, the polar bear, is it fucking moonwalking backwards into the fucking water? Is it actually doing that right now? <laughs> I was asking my friend, like, better not stop. So... <laughs> So, <laughs> me and my cousin went one time, man. We went to Colorado for the podcast. We had a podcast. We had a. Yeah. We, we went up to the mountains, man. So we. Oh took, shit! Which one? We uh, go to mountain. Some mm. go to mountain peak. So we took the mountain. We took the acid right before. Like we got out and took drone footage. You know what I'm saying. So we took it out where we like at the peak of the mountain, the foot of the mountain. Before we drove up, we fucking took it in the parking lot. I j- took some drone footage. Boom! Got some drone footage. Got back in the car. Started driving up the mountain. <laughs> So, halfway up the mountain, it wasn't hitting me at all, but my cousin was acting like a little weird, like he was fucking hitting him already. And I'm like, Doc, you all right? He's like, yeah. This is kind of hitting me Y'all a little bit. Y'all were driving? Yes. <laughs> up a mountain? Yes, on acid. Yo, yo. Oh, my God. So, we get to this other point. I right? cannot wait for your kids to hear this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we get to the top of that mountain, whatever the fuck. So, it's fucking... Now it's snow on top of the mountain. You know what I'm saying? At first it wasn't. So we get there, and he's fucking frying already. He said, "He's like, bro, I can't even do this." I was like, "Come on, man, let's just go." And me, um, he's a little shorter than me, so a little lighter. So yeah, he fucking it hit him faster. <laughs> but by the time we came back from the mountain, it probably was a 20 minute walk. After he's like, "Dog, I can't do this." You know what I'm saying? I got footage of this shit. <laughs> we were there. He's like, "I was like, all right, dog, let me go just get some drone footage, and we'll head back to the car." So we get back to the car at the parking lot, and then that's when it hits me, bro. I'm like, boom, like hard as fuck. And I was like, bro, we got to drive back to this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> We're like fucking like six miles up the mountain, bro. <laughs> and we got to drive back and it's fucking curly as shit. And then the moon came up over the fucking <laughs> mountains. Like it was a bright harvest moon too. It was, it was beautiful fucking scene, but me driving and trying to watch the moon at the same time. Oh man, it was. Then All we right. had to drive 15 minutes back to the Airbnb. All right, oh. I'm gonna tell you an amazing story. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you an amazing story uh, about a bad trip, and it wasn't mine. Oh, I was actually the savior that day, uh, but it was my girl, right? <laughs> so, so uh, this is a fucking great story. So, I I took I there was two times I drove from Dallas to Indiana. Uh, for my girl yeah. uh, First time was for this trip Second time was for when I proposed um, And then third time would probably be for, the, be for the move Or like I'll fly there and drive back Whatever uh, But So I drove up I was, It was a couple months back I think it was in spring like April I decided I was like hey, you know, We should go on a trip you know, we should go on something small trip. You know, her kids have never seen anything outside of Goshen, Indiana. I fucking talk so much shit about this stuff. Goshen, Indiana. Goshen, Indiana. Boy, you you want me to explain? It's two and a half. It's a two and two and a half hours away from here. It's like a good 145 miles south. Uh, no, south? Uh, uh, east, bro. Okay, so this is how I explain go where. Where to explain exactly where <laughs> Goshen is? It's closer to South Bend. Okay, right? okay. But if you're looking at the face of Indiana, it's the Porto. <laughs> it's the Porto. It's, no, no, the Porto. You know the the yeah, UD yeah, yeah, Mar yeah, yeah. the Indian it's right port- in the middle, right there on the middle of the forehead. Porto. It's right there. The Porto. <laughs> that's, that's where Goshen is. It's like dead middle north 
right in the middle of like the top like portion like close to south bend so it's a small ass town and shit like that dude like she has the best position at the radio station at, in for that town yeah she ain't going no higher than that you know so she's fucking capitalizing dallas she's gonna kill it in dallas. Yeah. got nbc universal telemundo whatever but anyways <laughs> this trip right we so I decided I was like, yo, let, let let I'm gonna take the kids to Nashville. I'm gonna take them to see Nashville. It's like an eight hour drive, whatever. I was like, I'll take them to go to Nashville, and then I'll take them to Gatlinburg because I'm like, I've never seen the Smoky Mountains. And have you ever been to Gatlinburg? No. Yo, it's the tits. If you have the fucking Sprinter van to fucking <laughs> go down there with the kids and shit, but like it's it's like a uh, a tiny family Vegas in the mountains. No way. Yo, it's dope. And Pigeon Forge, the town that's like right before the Smoky Mountains, it's like a big, it, it's a huge tourist town now. It's a huge tourist town. There's like so many different things you can do there that you can't do anywhere else, but it's like oh, hella so fun. Like it's the, dope. The corporations <laughs> took it over now, basically. Yeah, or like small pop shops or whatever, but like, I don't know, man. It's like its own little town type of thing, and it's like a very big touristy town. Yeah, yeah. But like when we went, Pigeon Forge was doing a whole citywide like it's like a, it's like a three mile stretch where there's like store 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 like all the way down leading up to the mountains yeah and they were doing a car show the entire street like no the whole road like at every fucking business it was Damn. wild it was like literally about three miles worth of fucking cars no of people doing like this car show shit and then you go into the smoky mountains and it was just like yo gatlinburg is like this little like Tourists, yeah, yeah, spot. yeah, yeah. Somebody, I think somebody was telling me about that shit. Like they rented a cabin out there or some shit in the, in the Smoky Mountains. They see black bears and shit over there. And <laughs> bro, so 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 we get to Gatlinburg, right? And and we were only there. We were in Nashville for a day. We we're in Gatlinburg for a day, and then I drove back up to Goshen to drive back to drop them off to drive back down to Dallas. Sixteen-hour trip, bro. 16 hours from Indiana to to And then Dallas. plus you stood up all that whole time, the whole 24 hours. You did this all in one day? No, so I went to uh, Nash I went to Nashville one day, Gallenberg one day, and then the next day drove drove, drove up to Goshen, <laughs> dropped them off, and then drove overnight back down to Dallas so I can make it back in time for my gig. Bro, what the fuck? You know why? Cause a showman shows up. <laughs> My man drove like seven. What was that? How Bro, many hours I was like was over that? like forty five hundred miles. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why I got a hybrid, y'all. You know. What I'm <laughs> but, to say. but uh, but no. So like, so we were in Gatlinburg. We're going to the story. Uh, uh, my fiance is probably gonna be so pissed. I don't tell the story, but whatever. Uh, but uh, we were in Gallenberg, so they have uh, this little fucking gummy store, yeah. or they have this like weed shop. But it's like it's supposed to be like Delta Eight. Yeah. But they were selling legitimate weed, 100. percent Yeah. And so it was right by the ski lift. We were going on the ski lift thing where you can go up and hang around, and then they have this bridge that connects from one mountain peak to another. Yeah. And it has a little glass walkway in the middle that you can walk over on the bridge. It's yeah. kind of dope. And so we went on the ski lift and, you know, seen the sights. But, like, before we went on the ski lift, I was like, yo, I'm gonna, my boy told me about the shop. I was like, I need to stop by the shop real quick. Stop in there. I grab, like, a J, a couple gummies, and all this kind of shit, right? So I went to, like, went by the parking lot. <laughs> I smoked that J a little bit, right? And then I had the gummies, and these were 50 milligrams. So it's like pretty fucking yeah, potent yeah, shit. Yeah. 
And my girl's not a smoker and whatever, but she said she was down to have a little bit. And when we meet, met them up, like when the kids weren't looking, I literally took one full gummy and just popped it in her mouth. And she it was ate 50 it. milligram one. It was a 50 milligram one. And bro, she could have took a quarter of them. But yeah, yeah, she would have been straight. Like she took quarter. Of the, yeah, exactly. Like she would have been like 10 milligrams. She would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. I gave her wow. 50. I fucked her up. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked her up. Holy I felt shit. so bad because it was one of those things. Like because after I smoke, right? I for me, I can do that and do 50 milligrams, bro. I'm so functional. Yeah. I'm just noticing everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, I'm like, oh, watch that crack. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> And so, um, so she, but she, fuck, it, it was hitting her. After about a good forty-five minutes, it just started hitting her hard, right? And the problem was because we're with her kids. This is our first trip out, right? So it was there's no way for her to relax, no way. So as soon as she's like, she's like, I am not feeling good, babe. <laughs> and so I was like, Hey, babe. I was like, you see how much I smoke, right? You see how much it is? She's like, yeah. She's like, so no, I got you. I got you. I got your kids. Everyone's going to be fine, right? And so even with little issues that arose with, like, the kids, like, I handled it, like, yeah. talking to them and all that kind of stuff. But it was good. And we saw a little bit. And then we saw that there was a storm coming in. So we had to leave. So we left. And, and this storm came in mad fucking quick, like, so quick. The day before, it was raining in nashville so i think it's a part of that storm but it mixed with another yeah so it came in hard right and so uh <laughs> so we're then so and on top of that we're in the mountains so like you're talking about crazy uneven roads excuse me landmass everything it's just fucking discombobulating the fuck out of her yeah. right she's like just literally has no idea where she is and at the same time like I'm with my kids and, and then she's like I felt so bad dude oh. I felt so so bad <laughs> and then we had, I had to pull over and she's like babe I can't I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm like found a place to pull over like found a spot she like threw up a little bit then like I was like babe just close your eyes and then like the storm was coming in so that was fucking freaking her the fuck out it's like rain it, started, it was like you can see these fucking clouds, clouds coming, coming in over. and then it just pours right and we're still not out of the mountain and then I fucking I was like babe close your eyes just chill I got this and then she fucking knocked out and then her daughter's knocked out and then I actually like had a moment with her son and I was like hey man what 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 music you listen to bro let me <laughs> yeah. and so he gave me some like hey uh do you listen to yeet I was like what he's like you know yeet. yeah bro some kid on the podcast yeah yeah that. And I'm like, are you saying something or are you like, that's what, am I searching like Y-E-E-T? He's like, yes. I said, oh. And so, yeah, I listened to that and I listened to this dude. I'm like, all right, I can't adapt to this. <laughs> I was like, but if you like that, if you like Yeet, I was like, I think you would like Bone Thugs and Harmony. And he was like he's never heard them so I played a couple Bone Thugs and he's like oh actually this is pretty cool and that was my first time connecting with him you oh, know and I got us out of that fucking mountain you know <laughs> I got my girl to bed I put the, like, got the kids to bed you know I took care of everybody yeah, 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 you know yeah. and so like ended up being such a dope ass memory so it's just like now look at it I just tell my girl like, hey baby I'm gonna be honest I fucked up I definitely fucked up <laughs> in that moment and she's like 
so turned off from doing anything. And from, from that day? I, yeah. After that day, she was like, I don't want to smoke nothing. I don't want to eat nothing. I don't want to do nothing. Like, yeah, that, she doesn't want to do it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that shit hit different when yeah, the animals, man. Like, her, like, you know, she, her brother's cousin smokes and shit, you know? But, yeah. like, yeah, dude. Like, that's what's <laughs> up, man. Yeah, that was, that was uh, my old trip. But, yeah, man. This was a. Uh, I don't know how much time you have left. No, I, I, you said you had to go around like eight, eight mm. fifteen. So it's almost eight o'clock. Yeah, dude. Um, either way, yo, I, 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 uh, you, you told me to bring the stories. <laughs> <laughs> I much love, I, bro. I appreciate you coming on. No, man. I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate you having me on, dude. And uh, Amy, do you have a theme song for this? No, I do not. You don't? No. Oh shit! That's why I said, man. Maybe you could do something for me. Send me a beat. Send me a beat you like. Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, send me a beat you like, and you're like, hey, I'm thinking about this, and I'll lay you something down. Like a fucking Django. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so the start of my song is the start of my podcast. Co- uh, podcast. Like, so it's like, to write to the part was like, you can't, you can't do it all, baby. And that's the start. That's my intro. That's oh, no the, shit. That's the next start. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. You ain't it's, gonna do nothing. It's exactly. Just grab and, gr- and drop. Yeah, bro. And I got like animation graphics for the video. Yo, but this is what's gonna be super exciting about the Metro Icon podcast because <clears throat> when the, my release, I'm gonna release the first two episodes which are just gonna be audio episodes. Yeah. And one of them's a fuck up episode because I had a click track in the background and I didn't hear it. And I'm like, but I don't want to scrap the episode. That's like, you can still hear the content. It's just, you just hear this but then after that uh you'll see both video and audio and i you can see the production kicking up more and more and more and the setup's getting a little better and the because the video is going to start looking cleaner and shit yeah. until the point where i'm gonna have i have a two camera now i have a two camera set it i just got the a7 mark ii so I'm, I'm solid bro so what, what would it cost to come hire you for like a music director music video director oh shit uh, Not to put you on the spot. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know what? It depends on like what extensive of the work it is. You yeah. know, like, because it's like I it, as when I sit down and, and I I talk about somebody's image and what they want to do, then I also figure out the locations. Yeah. You know, I do the location scouting and I figure out, and then when it comes to logistics for the production shoots, I organize it where we have this time we can try and get as much done in one day as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, you know, it just depends on how much work is going to be involved. But that's why, like, right now, I love the world that we live in because we have so many versatile spaces. Like, case in point, the photo shoot that we had here. We were able to get so many fucking different angles yeah, in yeah, this yeah, one space. Things, yeah. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, dude, it's, uh, we'll, we'll definitely talk, dude. If you, if you got something for me, it's one of those things, like, after, I'll determine before, after the consultation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. roughly, it, it handles, like, right around... 500 bucks an hour yeah usually. but it's like it because it like and i'll talk about more production shoot day type yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. but that also accommodates for like cons- like the consultations and stuff and, yeah, sure. planning and all that kind of stuff but i mean yeah yeah dude it's uh i mean you've seen the videos i put together and stuff yeah, like that sure. and it's like i just find the right people you know and i know like how how big is your team though like is it just you and your, your two buddies, or do you guys got like? I mean, dude, it, it's for me, dude. I, I subcontract services for the certain project because it's hard to find one guy that can literally do it all when it yeah, comes yeah, to video yeah. production. It's a it's a style genre base, you know. That's why I like things like color correction. There's like fucking one dude who'll just do color correction, and but there's basic stuff. There's like basic stuff and. Um, 
So, um, you know, I find I find these. There's a couple different editors that I have. I was like, for this project, I can use this guy. Yeah. You know, for but this music video, I need to use this guy. You know, like I did a wedding where I handled the video production, and I gave the client a same day edit video. I'm like stuff is fucked. Uh, so you know, I don't know if you know what those, but it's a it was a video of everything recorded. Oh, you want some? Mexican Vicks, dog? Oh, shit. I don't know, dude. I'm, like, so stuffy right now. But I, I know Vicks is, like, the little uh, rub that you put on your nose. It helps you breathe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I might need some, actually. But, I mean, I'm, like, hyper-congested after coming down to Chicago. We got everything, bro. We got all the Mexican remedies here. All the Mexican <laughs> remedies. Perfect. This is perfect. Yeah, you say, you're feeling sick? Okay, you uh, just put lemon gravy. Just get a little fucking... That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. My tia used to take a spoonful of that shit, dog, when she was feeling sick. Like, ingest like, it? And like, just fucking eat it. What? Yeah. yeah, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Did yeah. you really just eat that? She's like, yeah, it helps you breathe. It opens everything up. Yeah, I thought that was the wildest shit ever. Does it help? I can smell a little bit. <laughs> but it feels good just like, just like the... Like to moisturize a little bit around the nose because you know it gets dry. It gets dry when you, you start fucking sneezing. Yeah. Nose you're like dry. when you're wiping your nose and shit like that. So might as well keep it now. You just no. put all your boogers in there. <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean, but it's it's opened up. It's all clean, Mio. Yeah. It's, it's it's clean. It's open. Open all the clean that comes there. It's clean. Oh shit, man. Shit, one more time before you get out of here, man. Uh, give everything a. Your tags and everything where they can find you. Yeah, dude. Uh, you pretty much, if you go to my website, theshowman.live, it, it goes to all of my social media. It goes to um, all of my pertaining uh, websites to doitallentertainment.com. Um, also to metroicon.live. Uh, or no, so doitalllive.com and then metroicon.live. Uh, and then my website is theshowman.live. Um, but that pretty much uh, attaches to everything, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and uh, I'm, uh, there's not a platform I'm not on. I'm on TikTok. I have not uh, been as diligent on my TikTok, but I, I do have some really good, funny stuff on there. Uh, but yep, YouTube. I'm, I'm a very easy Google search. It's all good. But either way, y'all. Uh, yeah, dude, this was a blast. Yeah, dude, I appreciate, I, I appreciate you, you letting me come through. I just wish I didn't look like a fucking, like, like, spoogy idiot, but, you know. It's okay, you could be one of my disciples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on, man, for real. Fuck no, with me. No, no, it was dope, man. Hey, anytime, man, if you want to come back on and talk some more shit, man, I know you just really getting... Barely got, got to get out of here because you got other things, you know. Yeah, dude, and I got I do got that drive back, but yeah, I'm like trying to make the most of my trips while I'm out here and stuff. But I'm definitely glad I came through, bro. Yeah. And uh, it was just good coming back to the studio and shit, dude. So I appreciate, appreciate you, bro. bro. Yeah. Love, bro. Yeah, appreciate you love. coming through. Hey, man, this is you can do it all. Anthem by my man Sean K. He directed everything. They did all this shit and uh, tell them real quick about this video. Yeah, dude. I uh, this is in our in our warehouse, um, a couple streets off Chicago and stuff in the South Loop, like near like Columbia, where I went to school. Um, and then my going away party was like the party sequence. Uh, that was my going away party before I left for Dallas. So, yeah, dude. This was a lot of fun, man. My boy uh, Brandon of Brand One Films, dude. He, he got this done. It was dope. Man, I'll put this in the tag, man. Shout out, man. Appreciate you coming on one more time, man. This is the Cushion Coffee Podcast. Check it out. You can do it all, Anthem. You can't, you can't, you can't. Do it all, baby. 
you can do it all, yeah. Everybody looking for good times, yeah. Pop it off, turn it up, yeah. Look at, look at, look at over here, yeah. Head on a swivel, so like I said, in the middle, McGriddle. Always gotta go big, don't be little. Vibe with the fingers up, vote chisel, hey. I just wanna party, yo. Let me say it again. I just wanna party, yo. Let's bring all of our friends, uh. No matter what you're doing, even if the bull keeps brewing, take a step, take a breath, and say that you can. You, you, you can do it all. You can do it all. You can, you can, you can. Illus with that drop, like, uh. The moments you pretty be part of We've been the show, we've been the flavor We've been the party, no taking our shirts off Everybody wants the fame, wants but, the fame. but don't wanna do the work Ladies keep it classy now, okay Maybe a little twerk. Twerk, twerk Don't expect no tie, your dynamite Don't be too extra, feel the night If your mama in the building mama. She better be next to you, alright Blessing all stressings, nobody care about all that dressing Leave that BS, don't be messing We got that geeky love in your feelings, ayy I just wanna party, yo Let me say it again I just wanna party, yo. Yeah. Let's bring all of our friends, uh. No matter what you're doing, even if the bull keeps brewing, take a step, take a breath, and say that you can. You, you, you can do it all. Break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down. 